This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay. Good morning, everyone. We're in special times. People are looking for protection and ways how they could shield themselves from epidemics. Luckily, we have the Torah that tells us segulot and different pieces of information that are very beneficial for us to know, especially during these times where there is a sakana, where there is a danger that Shalom, an epidemic, could uh, infiltrate in our community. So it was actually, we said it in this week's parasha, which is Pitoma Ketoret. In Parashat Kitisa, Moshe Rabbeinu is... Uh, is uh, is instructed vayomer Hashem l'Moshe kach lechasamim nataf ushcheled vechelbena samim ulvona zaka bad bevadiye veasita ota ketoret. So Hashem tells Moshe take samim spices and then he writes only four of them. So Rashi points out I thought we have eleven. Where do you get where do you get uh, where do you get all of the samim? So. Rashi says it's deduced that Samim is plural for two. Nataf, three. Shcheled, four. Chelbena, five. Then it says again Samim. So Samim is double of the five, that's ten. And then you have another one, Uvona Zaka. So says, says Rashi, from here we know there's eleven Samamanim and he lists them. So there are eleven. What is the, specifically, the importance of number eleven? And 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 the and and the power of eleven for pitoma ketoret. So the there's another parasha in the Torah, which is in uh, Sefer Bamidbar, in Parashat Korach, when uh, Korach and his nation rebelled. So there there started to be a plague, and it started to be a, ra- a rampage all over. All over Am Yisrael, people started dying until, uh, until Aharon Cohen runs with Ketoret in his hands and he's able to stop the Magifa. Why was he able to stop the Magifa? So the Midrash Tanchuma says something unbelievable. The Midrash Tanchuma says that Aharon Cohen had the Ketoret in his hand and he went in between the Chaim and the Metim. So who did he meet? The Malach Mavit, the angel of death. And the angel of death told him, uh, 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 you know, uh, I have a job to do. Why are you interrupting, uh, uh, interrupting me? He says, I'm coming as a shaliach of Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu told me to do this ketoret. So the Malach death tells him, very nice, but I'm a shaliach of Hashem, so I have to do my job. So please get out of the way. <laughs> so Aaron says, no problem. Why don't we both go to the boss? HaKadosh Baruch Hu is in Oel Moed with Moshe Rabbeinu. Let's go there and ask. So the Malach HaMavid didn't want to listen. Aaron Cohen dragged him. And and, uh, and Vate'atzer HaMagifa. And the, the plague stopped. Says the Midrash Tanchuma, we see from over here, that Ketoret is Chaviva Lifnei HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's dear in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And we see that it stops the Magifa. What's the power of 11 though? Well, what, we, where do we get this? Where do we get this Koach from? So... The Zohar Kadosh. I want to start off with the Zohar Kadosh. This is so important. Writes the following in Chelik Bed Davresh Yudchet. 
Milad, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna translate as much as I can. Milad agzera kaima kamekutsha berichu. These words are a decree in front of Hashem. Dechol man de istakel vekari bechol yoma uvdad de ketoret. Anybody who reads every single day ketoret, yishtezev mikol milin bishin chareshin de alma. He's gonna be protected from all bad things of the world. Kol mi pigiin bishin from bad thoughts. Midina bisha from bad from bad judgments, mimotona from death, velo yitzak kolahu yoma, and he won't be harmed that day. Because the sitra achra will not have any power over him. But he has to have kavana. So the shulcha, the 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 uh, the the, the, the Zohar Kadosh says, although it's very important. That a person uh, uh, reads it, he has to make sure that he reads it bikavana. Now, I want to show you how important it is really to read bikavana. If you notice, there are many Ashkenazim that don't say pituma ketoret. Where does that come from? So there's a uh, Maria Buhab uh, that is brought down in the Bet Yosef, Siman Kufla Gimel, that writes like this Katav Rabbenu Hagadol, Maria Buhab. You should only say Pituma Ketoret from the writing, not off by heart. Because you might be missing one of the Samanim. Because it says if you're missing one of the Samanim, what's the big deal already? And he says when you're reading it, it's as if you're saying it. Unbelievable. So he says, and maybe because of this reason, there are some places that don't that don't say it. So the the, the puzzling, but that's what the um, that's that's what Maria Buab writes, and he writes, if that's the halacha, we'll accept it. But if there is a but if there's a imladin uh, uh, maybe you could say that it's a little bit different. Because uh, maybe chayav mita means when he goes into the Beta Mikdash for no need. In other words, he's going into a place where he's not supposed to go on Yom Kippur, says the Bet Yosef, and he's missing one of the Samanim, so it's like he's going in for nothing. That's why chayav mita, but it's not literally just like that. But you see that the Maria Buab took it literal. And the and the Rama brings in Siman Kuf Lamidbet, the last seif of Siman Kuf Lamidbet. He he actually writes that the minhag by Ashkenazim is is not to say it, you have to make sure to say pitomaketoret mitochaktav because you might miss something. And we say chayav mita, and therefore some don't say it during the weekday because people are very were a very um, rushed to go to their work, and if they're going to go to their work, right? What's going to happen? They they might miss something, so they're going to be in a rush and they're going to mess it up. So that's what that's what uh, that's what that's what the um, that's what the uh, the uh, the, uh, the 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 Ramah writes, which is why Ashkenazim don't say it. However, the minag of the Sfaradim throughout generations was to say it, is to say it. And we say it three times a day. I want to read out to you some of the important things. I just, I, I forgot the sifir over here. The Kafachayim brings 
in Siman Kuf Lamed Bet, towards the end, certain very important things. Number one, he brings in the name of Rav Chaim Palaji, that if you say it in a rush and off by heart, Lo yelo shum to'elet me'amirazot. You don't have any advantage of saying pitum akedot if you say it quickly. You should say it three times before shacharit, after shacharit, and before mincha. So writes the uh, so writes the uh, the Arizal. And not only that, we say beforehand kavel Hashem en kelochenu en kadonenu en kimalkenu. Why? Writes the Sefer Nodei Biuda Orachaim Siman Yod and the Machzik Beracha brings it Siman Memchet that there's a segula that someone who says pitum aketoret he's going to become rich and he's going to have whatever he needs because he has so much protection. So right before you think, okay, I'm going to say pitum aketoret, I'm going to get all this money, it's all me. Hashem says, you have to remember, it's all from Hashem. You hear that, Stephen? A person is going to say, he's going to think he's rich. So, he's going to, it's going to start getting to his head that he's going to think it's because of him. That's why, whenever we say, beforehand, we say, there's no one like Hashem to remember that it all comes from Hashem. Now, there's a very uh, special sigula that many people, that many people have, is that they say, from a klaf, miktav ashurit, from a, from a parchment. And that comes from Rav Chaim Palaji, and Rav Chaim Palaji writes, it's a sigula, lishchut ve'osher v'yemutzlach bechol asakav. And he brings it in the name of the Mem Tzadi, I think it's the Magalit Tzedek, Chilik Bet, that, 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 that brings, that this is a special sigula. Which by the way, I have one of these klafs, and I, and I, and I read it, and I'll tell you. For me, it's very important. Why? Besides the fact that you have the sigula of becoming rich, which I'm still waiting for, but there's also the sigula, there's also the sigula that many times, you know, you get into a route into filah, you get into a certain rut, I'm sorry, that you're reading, and, and you just get used to things and your mind starts facing out. Sometimes you need to shake it up a little, to shuffle up the, the deck. There is a Rav, Rav, Rav Avram Pam Zecher Tzadik Livracha, used to say, I heard this from his son many times, that if that, that when a person wants to have extra kavana, what he should do is once in a while he should switch a sidur. He should switch up a sidur. One time use this sidur, and another week use this sidur. Maybe every month he switches it up. That way it gives him a fresh perspective and it helps him with his concentration. So when, for me, that helps our fitumaktikatoret. I know that I take a special cloth out. It helps me focus. And then, and then, because it's so important, as we mentioned, the Zohar Kadosh writes that you shouldn't say it in a rush. And the and the and and the the the, the, the Kafachaim Palaji says if you're going to say it in a rush, there, there's no benefit whatsoever. What's pshat? Why is there no benefit whatsoever? What's the depth of Pitum Aketoret? So I looked into it a little bit, but whatever I'm going to tell you is going to be so far high above our heads that at least we know there's something there. But it's not, I don't know if it's going to be something that we're going to fully understand. But I'll tell you anyways. And Rabbi Yaakov brings us in this week's parasha. And he asks, why is it only written the four, four, the four samanim in the Torah? We mentioned how Rashi gets the 11, but why is it written only, only 11? So it says Rabbi Yaakov, you should first know that 11 is Keneged, the 11 curses that are written in Parashat Kitavo. Arur, ki, uh, Aruze, Aruze, there's 11 curses. There's also, the last two letters of the name of Hashem, of Yudke Vavke, is Vav and He, Vav and He equals 11. So that is, that is where we could have a 
a grasp on. The first two letters of Hashem Yud and, and, and He, we don't have any grasp. It's too high up. But at least Vav and He, we could have. And says Rabbi Yaakov, there are 11 Nitzotzot Kedusha. There are 11 sparks of Kedusha that fell into this world and that were made into Klipot. And through Ketoret, we're able to rectify those, uh, those, those Nitzotzot, those sparks, and elevate them. This is a very high concept for us, but just imagine that well, I, this is this is why we are over here in Los Angeles. You know, there was uh, Rav Chaim Valot Mivalojin, one of the great tzaddikim, the, one of the students of the Gaon Mivilna, was once praying in his yeshiva, and he started shuddering. So his student, Rav David Tevel, came over to him and said, why are you shuddering? What, what happened in this tefillah? He had the guts to ask him. He said, I had a vision that I thought that the world was going to be destroyed over here in Europe. So he said, what's going to be? He said, there's going to be a salvation in America. <clears throat> so the Rav from Ponovich, the Ponovich Rav would say that the last stop in America where we're going to have to rectify all the klipot is going to be in Los Angeles. That's going to be the last stop. So we're over here in the last stop. That's why you see there's so much Tuma over here in Los Angeles and why the religious institutions are even closer than all the Tuma over there in Hollywood. The reason is, is because the Klipot have to be rectified the most over there. And when they're going to be rectified at the end of time, that's when Mashiach is going to come. So that's what happens when we say Ketoret. And we say is that he, he, he brings why there's 11 and where these Klipot fell from. I'm not going to get into that. It's way above us. But that's how he explains... Patach ve'amar kach lechasamim. That's the nitzotzot kedusha. Nataf. So, so says says Rabbi says Rabbi Yaakov. What's kach lechasamim? Take those sparks, those sparks of kedusha of holiness that are in the klipot. Nataf. Nataf is from the words. It's it's uh, droplets because the nitzotzot are like droplets. Ushchelet. Shchelet is a language of skimming. Like let's say you could skim the milk off something. Like you take off a hair off something. So, it means you're taking off. That means you are skimming off the nitzotzot to shamayim. Then, chelbena, which is gematria hamayin haman, which means 95. It's the same gematria as 95 to tell you that you are, uh, that, that, that those nitzotzot are from this place called main nukvim, which is again above us, that are, that are, Arising the klipot to separate them. Samim ulvona zaka. Once again, he says also something. These are nitzotzot that fell from certain parzufim called abayim Yisrael saba and tfuna, which are the most pure, which are coming. That's why levona zaka means they're very pure. Which, by the way, Rabbi Yaakov has a sefer called levona zaka. Bad bevadi that these biror nitzotzot that are within the klipot are going to be. Are, are going to be, um, they're going to leave the bad, they're going to leave like the, the, the body without the neshama. It says, Keguv beli neshama. And that's because bad is lashon yachid. He's going to leave the, the klipot behind the nitzot, so they're going to go up. So he explains it in a very Kabbalistic way in Pituch Echotam this week, Parashat Kitisa. But at least we understand from over here the importance of Pitoma Ketoret. So Rabotai, Pitoma Ketoret is something that the Zohar Kadosh tells us absolutely is so important to read three times a day, Bikavana. And even if you don't know all the mechanics, what's going on, 
There are mechanics going on. There's a lot of mechanics going on. And, and the more that, now there are some who had a minak to say it after Havdalah. The, the Abu Dram brings this down already. But, uh, but, but most people, the, the Chidah says, in le'orer dinim balayla, we don't arouse dinim balayla. But we should be makpid, we should be careful and vigilant to say pitomaketoret three times a day, before shacharit, after shacharit, and, uh, before mincha. But if you're gonna say it in a rush or off by heart, it's not worth it. It's better to say it properly and calmly. Chazan, this should help us and save us from this epidemic and all epidemics and make us rich, Baruch Hashem. Chazaku Baruch. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.